nice kids. They're gonna love Dark Falls. <laughs> Somebody's out there. Something. Something. Saber's coming. Come on, man, we gotta go. Saber's hungry. Stay out of the basement. I must have your beautiful hands. Time to go eat worms. Oh no, I feel sick. I ate too many worms. Oh, I had et worms. I went eat worms. Oh, and now I'm gonna take sick. Oh no, but when I eat worms, I'll become invincible and drunk. I'll become drunk and I'll have a dentifying stunt down Dennis Demenez's boom doom of boom booms of doom. Oh, I gotta do it at my house. So, welcome back to Welcome to Deadcast. We're going through the 2023 Goosebumps series. We're on episode four. Go eat worms. No No exclamation point. point. I'll say. And my name is Daniel Montgomery. This is my brother, Matthew Scott Montgomery. Hi, I was looking at Wikipedia, and this television series is described as an American horror comedy series. That's not true. I would say it is a drama. It's a drama. I would say, I definitely don't think it's a comedy, and I guess there are, are horror elements to it, but I would say, first and foremost, it is a supernatural drama. It's a drama about illicit affairs with parents and the kids trying to deal with that. Yeah, it's about pa- parents having sex and suicide, and uh, it's about parents. There was a moment where the, Lucas was about to do the Booms of Doom, and Rachel Harris is like, no, no, your father... did it because he didn't want to you know didn't want to make it and i thought i just want worms like i want silly worms like i just want to feel i want to feel spooky and i want to i want to just i want the worms it would just be fun to have like a spooky kids tv show that would be fun Instead of like a dreary, ice cold, miserable, boring adult parent drama. So let's review what happened in the episode, I think. Um, Lucas, his dad has passed away and he's like kind of a reckless sort of guy. Yeah, I guess. And if we sort of remember, he found a like solo cup of worms at the Biddle house on Halloween. And I remember, didn't he ask Isaiah if he wanted... Isaiah to watch him eat a worm. So this is this is where I think the the writers may be coming from. I think they're like they thought, well, go eat worms. Okay, that's about eating worms. So let's have let's maybe have like a a daredevil kid, a teen who like loves to do wild things. Like I don't know, like eat a worm. Yeah, and just took the t- similar to the movie, they admittedly didn't read any of the books and just took the titles. Took it to the extreme. So he has been doing sort of weird daredevil-y stunts. And we see him at the beginning of the episode attempting to do one called the Booms of Doom, which his dad did, which is basically just riding his bike down treacherous, like a hillside, mountainside. Yeah, eventually when Lucas does do the Booms of Doom, I turned to Daniel and said, that was it? He just rode his bike through the woods? Maybe the Booms of Doom were the other direction? I, I It was really hard to tell. So... There's some weird stuff that happens. Uh, how did he end up with the slappy eyeball? He just found it at home. 
Oh, that's right. So he found a slappy eyeball, which was the most exciting part of this episode. Yeah, we for find me. out later that like Nick Harold Harold Biddle is thinks Nora. I don't know why they all call the parents by their first names. That I never did that growing up. They, every the kids call they just call them by their first names. And there's only the only people that exist in the entire town. The only teachers are the people that we've seen so far. There will never be any other characters. Um, but uh, he finds an eyeball, and in the middle of the episode. Justin Long is basically like, where'd you get that? And tries to grab at his crotch. Where a he says, really uncomfortable moment where, you know, he's playing a teacher and is like sort of reaching because Lucas has made it into like a keychain on his belt, on his belt loop. American so it's like horror comedy series. It's like dangling by his dangle. And so uh, Justin Long just reaches, for reaches it. for it. And he's like, whoa, no fly zone. I hate this. Hate it. Hate it. Ooh. Um, and we find out later that like at the very, very end, I'm just jumping all around. Great. I'm so discouraged. I'm just jumping all around. And, um, that like Nora is hiding slappy, like in I... different parts or something. Mm, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. And they're like, I, I think that's what I picked up on my, Smart. the implication to me is that like he has a ventriloquist dummy. He has, he loves named slappy and Nora has hidden it in different. And he does parts. say the name slappy, which is very exciting. That is very exciting. So, <laughs> so uh, on his way, uh, on his way home from the booms of doom, he catches early a, one morning before school. Catches his mom and an the guidance counselor, who's Margot's dad, kissing in the car before dropping each other off because they stayed at a motel and like had sex all night and fell asleep. And what? How is this goosebumps? How is it goosebumps where we have a grown ass woman saying to another man, "I just washed my private parts with a bottle of with a with a bar of soap." Which, but she didn't. Like, uh, wh- what was that? Uh, like as Daniel has alluded to in previous episodes, if you've made it this far, and honestly, God bless you if you have. Because there's no sense of time ever in this show. There's no, it doesn't make any sense when anyone's in class, out of class, how much time has gone by. We also, in this episode, we're kind of like, we realize the mom is like, James, you've been gone for a week. Where have you been? Been spending the night with somebody? Like the parents just like, no one knows where anyone is at any point. So strange. So at school, Lucas goes up to Margot and, and I says, ha- I have to show you something in, in my, my bedroom. bedroom. And like, what? And... And that is the footage of that he captured of them kissing in the car. But while he sh- after he shows her footage of the the kissing, he goes over to a CGI worm. Does Dale and I fear there were all the worms in this episode were CGI? I think there's, almost all of them. Were. I don't think there was any. I don't think there was a single mm, one. I, that I was, think there was some. But, no, I think they're all CGI. But he like does this. St- like weird thing where like what is happening he, he was like picks, do you want to see me eat a worm for and he no like picks reason. up one of the worms and says this is him and like picks he's like you only see eat one of the worms and margo's like margo should be like what is wrong with you get like i'm leaving like what are you doing no. and so he dangles it over his mouth and i didn't understand what happened matthew had explained the, the it, worm he, zips itself up snorts he snorts it up to Lu- his nose what's his name lucas lucas lucas's nose yeah, and then Margo's like, cool. And then Lucas is like, can I walk you home? Whoever knows how long that is. And so... there's oh, There's been this sort of side plan for Isabel... Isabella. Isabella, Isaiah, Isaiah. and Margo, and James. They are sort of vaguely concerned about what's happening. They're, they're like, feel threatened like they're going to die, but there is no real threat other than they've had weird experiences connected to Harold, Harold so Biddle. Poor. Like when, Which we're trying to figure out why why the kids are so really so concerned to stop Harold Biddle because there's no clear plan of Harold Biddle. 
And their whole plan is like, let's just talk to our parents about it. And they're talking about maybe it's time to talk to Margot's dad, guidance counselor. Not only is he the guidance counselor, but he's the only teacher that we ever see. He's the guidance counselor to the other teachers. He's the principal. He's every other character. There's an especially terrible scene with Justin Long and him talking about absolutely nothing in the guidance counselor office. I forget what was the line that that scene ended with, but it was like... Why do we always hurt the ones we love? What?! What are you talking about? Yeah. What is happening? Also, like, the the guidance counselor dude says to Justin Long at one point, it just alludes to the fact that he hasn't been teaching any classes and just hasn't been around the entire time. Like, what? Don't forget, don't forget we have jobs. Don't forget, there's school happening. So... The kids are meeting to talk about what they're going to do, and they, they're considering bringing in Allison. To do about what? It to do about any, what? It makes no sense. They consider bringing in Allison, and Allison is... Really, really hung up on this dead horse beaten plot of Margo, Margo and Isaiah like having something going on on the sly, which is, which is the main plot point. And the most thing is talked about this entire series in these four episodes so far. And Isaiah sort of chases after her after she she approaches the table where they're clearly talking about something. She's like, I want to know what you guys are talking about. And, and Margo in front of Allison goes to Isaiah like, don't tell her. Isaiah runs after Allison and says, the secret is, the secret is, um, um, Margo helped me cheat on the test. And that's what the secret is. So Allison goes and tell the, t- tells the guidance counselor and then the guidance counselor confronts Margot and says, I know what you did. I know everything. And I know that you, know cheated. you cheated. And she that's not what she thought he was going to say. And she says, I learned it from you. And wow. Now, while this is happening, after Lucas has swallowed the, or swallowed the worm, the night, in the night, all those CGI worms travel from his from their case, their gl- big glass case into his bed and into his body and crawl into his body. I thought that moment was like, I liked seeing him, his the worms around him. Cause it made me feel like go eat worms, the yeah. book, but they go inside of his body. And the next day he like, can't eat normal human food. Instead he has to eat compost stuff from the trash. And he uh, essentially kind of acts drunk. He acts and, drunk and like, can't feel pain. Yeah. He gets pushed down the stairs by accident at school and doesn't feel pain. And yeah. then he slams his fingers, breaking all of his fingers into his own locker. And then they heal in front of him, which I'm trying to figure out. Do are worms like self healing? I don't, again, rule less. I don't understand. Matthew, you said that you're like, worms don't have bones. So then maybe that explains it. I don't know. But cut to Lucas dr- just walks his dirt bike through the school up the stairs and like drunkenly just, dr- just rides his bike off the roof of the school and crashes and crash onto the- guidance counselor's car. But he like, what? And he's like, I'm fine. And Margo's like, Lucas, Lucas. And he's like, no, I'm fine. And like shoves his shoulder back into place. He's like, I did it. And then like pulls his shirt aside and we see CGI worms crawling under his skin. And Margo's like, oh no, the worms, the worms are in there. Just like the worms in the cup at the Biddle house. It's so loosely connected. It makes no sense. And then Margo ends up running to Nora's restaurant. Nora's restaurant and is like, the worms, the worms. And he said, she's like, he's going to do the booms of doom. And Nora's like, I know, I know you and your father and I are cheating. And Mar- Margo's like, I don't care about that. Right now, we have to go help the the Harris, the 
the Harold Biddle worms inside of your son before he does the booms of doom. So he's about to be the, do the booms of doom. Rachel Harris steps in front of him and says, no, no, your father, your, your father died by suicide. The, no, no. And they cry and have this moment and hug and Lucas throws up all the worms. And then when he throws up the worms, it's gross. No one reacts to that quite, quite at first. And then the worms create this like tree monster, this tree spider dirt sort of monster just endless CGI. And which I guess was exciting. And then, I guess. And then Lucas is like, and then it starts to, Lucas is like, they want me, it still wants me. They want me back. I don't know. What so, does that mean? So Why? He, What's so happening? So he does the booms of doom, which just means he drives through a, a forest. And um, meanwhile, Margo and Nora are in another car and the giant tree worm monster is chasing them. And it chases them to like a factory where there's a wood chipper and in this abandoned town where there's only four people. And some stuff happens and eventually all the worms get destroyed in the wood chipper. And then for no reason, the cops come. I can't tell you why cops come. There's no reason why police should be there. No one got hurt. No one called the police as far as I know. Like, I, I don't know why, but all the teens leave for some reason. And Nora's stuck there, and a police officer comes up to her and is and says, "What happened here?" And, and she, she goes, "I'm tired of lying." She says, she looks to no one and says, "I'm sick of lying." And then tells the truth, and we see her that she's now in some sort of mental facility. She's stuck in a mental institution because she's gone quote insane, and she's like, "Why doesn't no one believe me that the big worms is connected to the ghost of a dead boy?" And a, and it's alluded to, I think, that this isn't the first time she's been locked up for being crazy or something. Here's what I think, and and then we see that like. Her, the nurse keeping her all locked up in the mental institution is, is Isabella's mom. Isabella's mom. I get the feeling that like Isabella's mom and the parents are kind of like bullies. And um, Nora was like a goody two shoes girl back in the day. And she got involved in the thing that killed Harold Biddle. And she's always felt guilty about it and is always threatened to tell somehow. And now since they're all growed up that... Um, Isabella's evil mom wants to keep her locked up so she doesn't tell the truth and ruin their cover because they killed a boy so many years ago. I think that's what's happening. Or we could just go to horror land. I, yeah, during the episode the whole time I was like, well, time to play the piano for piano lessons. It's just like so heavy handed and, and terribly written. I just would just love f to have fun. Yes, I'm desperate for fun. I'm desperate for fun. I'm desperate to feel spooky and Halloweeny and fun, and it'd be fun to have like scary things happening happening to kids. That'd be fun. That would be really fun. Um, I I've said it every episode probably so far, but I really can't wait for Slappy. Like I'm hoping. I hope Slappy. I hope Slappy brings something really exciting and wild and. Fun. Yeah, the next episode is called Reader Beware, I think. That's what I was just about to check. The next episode is, you know, I'm looking on Wikipedia right now, and I'm I'm almost tempted to read through these plot summaries to kind of understand what's going on. Yeah. Yes, Reader Beware is the name of the next episode. Why don't episode. you do that? Do that right now. For Goat Worms? Yeah. Lucas, whose father died attempting a dangerous stunt called Booms of Doom, tries to honor his legacy by mimicking him, but is too afraid to go through with it. Going back home, he discreetly witnesses his mom, Nora, and Margot's father, Colin, okay. returning from a romantic evening. At school, an agitated brat, who is Justin Long, inquires Lucas about a fake eyeball he has been carrying as a trinket. Okay. But Lucas does not give an answer. Brat slash Harold is convinced that Nora has him 
in, in quotes. You're yes, right. Slappy. slappy. Later, Lucas informs Margot of their parents' affair, upsetting her. To try and cheer her up, Lucas shows Margot a tank full of worms okay. he took from the Biddle house on Halloween. But one accidentally... He took a whole tank from the house? No, it was a cup. Unclear. Uh, right. Accidentally slides into his nose. One worm accidentally slides into his nose to no apparent discomfort. That evening, the worms escape their tank and slither, slither, slither their way into Lucas as he sleeps. Okay. The following day, Lucas realizes he can no longer feel pain and grows overconfident. Margot confronts her father about the affair, but their discussion is cut short when Lucas jumps off the school roof and crashes his motorcycle on Colin's car. Uh-huh. Margot, having realized what is happening, warns Nora, and together they stop Lucas just in time before another attempt at the booms of doom. Mm-hmm. Nora reveals to her son that his, father's, his father was suicidal and jumped to his death on purpose, causing him to throw all the worms up. That's causing Lucas to throw all the worms up. The worms gather themselves into a large creature, chasing the trio down the mountain. They trap the worm monster in an old sawmill and lure it into a wood chipper, killing it. Margot and Lucas get away, but Nora lands in a psychiatric ward after explaining what happened to the police. Later, Harold slash Brat arrives at the sawmill, takes the eyeball left behind by Lucas, and promises to put him to himself to put Slappy back together. That is helpful to read. It's such a convoluted plot that it's very helpful to read. I might like go that. back and read the others to to really get on board here. Um, so, what do you want from Reader Beware? I don't know what Reader Beware is going to be because that's not one of the books. Of course, I think it's going to be Allison, and there has to be some kind of thing with Allison that has to last like two or three weeks of plot because she's been out of the plot for, I think at this point, at least a week and a half. But it also has to be something that that has not scared her so much that she wouldn't bring it up to the team. Right, it hasn't affected anyone. Because it's reader beware, my guess is it's Harold Biddle's old journal. It's a journal and there's she's reading stuff and there's old journal entries in there and journal. I bet it's like that. You know, I know a little bit about it just because I watched an interview thing and... Reader beware. Okay. Reader beware. So, okay. Do you like worms? I don't know. Um, <laughs> say hi to us. Please tell us your thoughts. Uh, welcome to deadcast at gmail.com is the best way to say hello, or you can talk to me specifically about worms because I love goat worms so much. And uh, uh, Instagram, Daniel X Montgomery. Tell, or, tell me a joke at uh, Matthew underscore Scott underscore Montgomery. Um, maybe a joke about worms because this American co- horror comedy series um, isn't really tickling my funny bone. So I'd really love to hear a funny joke about worms. Worms on the brain. Worms Listen to our episode about brain. Go Eat Worms. Gosh, it's such a great episode. It's a great one to watch when it's raining outside. It's a great episode. It's campy. It's really f- zany and fun. Has a lot of really fun special effects. Fun practical in it. effects. Like give it a listen. Give it. A, give that episode a listen. Give that that TV episode a watch. I don't know where you watch it now at this point. Oh, that's true. Well, you know, you I was it. really hoping they would show up on Disney Plus. I thought Disney Plus would have all of them. I really, I really did too, and, and I hope that for some reason that once we get through this series they show up on Disney Plus. Me too. I'd really, really like that. I'm desperate to watch them. Yeah, they're so fun. Desperate, desperate, desperate to watch them and we're desperately in love with you listeners. Thank you so much for listening and we will, we'll, you'll hear more from us. Listeners beware. Listeners beware. Beware of reader beware. Reader beware. If you you dare. That's the thing about illicit affairs and clandestine meetings and longing stares it's born from just one single glance but it dies and it